guys welcome back to the podcast super excited for today i'm feeling good feeling excited about this one um as you may have noticed i have a new intro so that's fun (laughs) but listen one of my biggest fears with this intro was that it would sound like pee um i listened to a lot of different pouring sounds a lot of different water trickling noises um it's not (laughs) it's not my intention if that's what you got from that it's supposed to be like pouring a cup of tea deeply steeped i also realized in the first podcast i never explained the title of this podcast or like yeah so uh deeply steeped (laughs) so just think of your uh mind as a tea bag and wait no um okay no your mind is the cup of hot water and your thoughts are the tea bag. And when you put your thoughts in your brain, they need to like steep a little bit to get stronger. And then you can drink it. So basically, <laughs> my podcast is called Deeply Steeped because we are steeping our... Th- <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to explain it. Um, maybe you came up with a better explanation in your own head. Let me know and I'll use that in the next podcast. Also, let me know how you feel about the intro. Um, does it sound like pee or not? Uh, let's, you know, start a discussion. (laughs) But anyways, as you may have seen from the title of this podcast, we are talking about the movie Soul. Um, I'm excited for this one. I've been thinking about it, planning it for a while. I really wanted to take my time planning and writing this one because I just feel like there's a lot. So I just, I, hopefully you enjoy this. Um, also disclaimer i was oh you probably hear this tapping noise in the background when i first moved here i thought it was someone tapping on my it's getting faster it's probably a bomb but when i first moved in here i thought it was someone tapping on my window and it's not it's like the the radiator kicking in i was afraid of this this is my worst nightmare it'll die down but anyways if you hear that sound at any other point in the podcast now you know that it is the hot water and I'm not like kicking my foot or something obnoxious so just so you know what's what's going on in here but anyways this podcast is about the movie soul I originally thought that I could do this without spoiling any parts of the movie but it's impossible I'm going to spoil the entire thing so if you have not seen the movie honestly it's one of those movies where even if the whole thing is spoiled you should still watch it like it's not ruined if you know what's gonna happen because it's not really a secret like it's not that kind of movie like i don't know so if you choose to listen to this without list or without watching the movie still watch it like knowing what's gonna happen doesn't ruin the movie it's not that kind of movie but if you don't want to know anything about the movie then obviously do not listen to this and if you have watched the movie and you're listening to this hey welcome let's chat (laughs) Um, I also wanted to say that usually when I watch a movie, I will spend a lot of time on Google and YouTube learning everything I can about the movie, (laughs) like how the script was written, what it was inspired by, hidden meaning, symbolism, um, how it was shot, filmed behind the scenes, interviews, like I just, I love all of that. Analysis videos, this movie explained, like I love that kind of stuff. I I love movies. But with this, I did not do that, so (laughs) all of the thoughts and ideas you hear today are original, uh, totally unique, never been done before, so (laughs) I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I just wanted to say that to you that 
um still like watch your own movie and kind of have your own thoughts and ideas and there's so much I could say about this movie but um I'll try to keep it like not I'll, I'll try to stick to my points here <laughs> but basically Soul is it's an interesting movie it's a little weird and you will get that if you haven't seen the movie um from my explanation it is a little weird it's not like other Disney movies um but there's just there's a lot to dissect and a lot of like discussion to be started from it so <clears throat> anyway Soul is a movie about a man named Joe who is a musician he's a piano player in New York City who dreams of making it big in the jazz world. Um, but for now, he's stuck teaching at a middle school. He's a middle school music teacher, and he's not super proud of this. He's a little embarrassed. It's not what his dream is. Uh, one day after he's done teaching one of his classes, one of his former students gives him a call and says that he is playing in a show tonight with a famous jazz musician named Dorothea Williams, but their piano player has dropped out, so he asks Joe if if possible, if he can fill in for them. And obviously Joe is super excited. He has looked up to Dorothea Williams for a super long time. And he thinks that this is his big break, really. Um, so he rushes over there. They're doing rehearsal. So he's going to play for Dorothea during their rehearsal. So she kind of gets a feel for what he's like and decides whether or not she wants him in his show or whether or not she wants him in her show. Wow. But once he plays for them during their rehearsal, Dorothea realizes very quickly how great of a musician he is. He's very talented. He's a very talented animated character that Disney has created. <laughs> um, and she agrees to let him play in the show. So he's super excited. She says, be back tonight for soundcheck. He's like, cool. Totally be there. Uh, he leaves. He's super excited. But as he's crossing the street, he sadly falls into a manhole and dies. <laughs> Because in every Disney movie, somebody needs to die in the first 10 minutes. Um, and this movie just happened to be the main character. Plot twist. I don't know. <laughs> now, in the afterlife, Joe finds himself on a conveyor belt to this bright white light. We don't really know where it's taking him. Um, but he doesn't accept the fact that he's died. He's very upset <laughs> that he has died. And he starts running in the opposite direction of the conveyor belts. And he's, like, tripping over people, jumping on people's heads. He's trying to get back to earth somehow and somehow as he's tripping and falling and running in the opposite direction he ends up in the great before where he learns that there are souls here who have not yet been assigned an earthly body or have not yet been born um, and they have to earn their earth badge before they get to go to earth so to earn their badge they have different personality traits assigned to them they have to prove that they're ready to go to Earth. Um, they have to do kind of some tests. They have a, a mentor soul who is a soul that has already lived, who now mentors a soul that has not yet lived. So there's this, this whole great before that he's stuck in. Um, Joe knows that he's not supposed to be there, but he's not about to blow his cover. So he pretends to be a professor soul who was assigned to be a mentor to a soul named 22. So 22 has been in the great before for years and years and years. I think she says thousands of years she's been in the great before and she just can't seem to earn her earth badge. She has really come to the point where she just doesn't believe that she will earn her earth badge. She's kind of doesn't understand the point of life. She thinks it, she just doesn't get the big deal <laughs> about going to earth. She's accepted the fact that she's just going to live in the great before forever and ever. 
Now, usually the mentors will show their mentees uh, a museum of their lives to inspire the souls um, about what life could be like or about what their life used to be. But when Joe looks at his life and he sees all the times he was rejected, all the times he didn't make it as a musician, he sees himself teaching middle schoolers. It's really just an average life by his standards. And he says, my life was meaningless. So Joe decides what he really wants to do is get back to Earth because he's not done living yet. He hasn't made it yet. He hasn't done the one thing that he wanted to accomplish while on Earth. So he has to go back to do that thing. So 22 agrees to help him find a way back to Earth because she doesn't really have anything better to do, I guess. <laughs> and she takes him to this weird place that she says is the thin line or the space between the physical and the spiritual. Bear with me. I know this might be hard to follow. <laughs> But it's a place where people are either in the zone, which she explains as when you're on Earth and you're doing something you love and you lose track of time and it feels like you're in the zone. This is where that space would be, where you're not really in touch with reality, but you're not dead. <laughs> so you're, you are part of reality, but you're in the zone. And the other way you get to be in this middle area is if you become a lost soul. So you become out of touch with reality, but in a bad way. So if your soul is in this in-between area, you're out of touch with reality in either a good way or a bad way. So anyways, while they're in this area, these hippie souls ride in on a boat, I don't remember their names, to help Joe in 22. Um, and Because they have some way that they can open up a portal to get him back to his life on Earth. Um, Joe asks one of the hippie souls uh, about the lost souls that he sees around them. They're just these big blobs they don't they don't look like the other souls the other souls are cute and little and blue but a lost soul is like a big monster that's like a shadow and it just kind of walks around mumbling or it's just sad so he asks the hippie soul about these lost souls and this hippie guy says some people just can't let go of their own anxieties and obsessions leaving them lost and disconnected from life Lost souls are not that different from those in the zone. When that joy in the zone becomes an obsession, one becomes disconnected from life. So anyways, the hippie souls open up a portal back to Earth where we can see Joe laying in a hospital bed connected to machines. He's, I mean, he, he fell in a manhole, right? So he's about to die. And there's a therapy cat sitting on his lap. Um, and when Joe sees this, he gets super excited and he tries to jump down into the portal accidentally pushing 22 down with him somehow on the fall down the souls get mixed up and joe lands in the cat's body while 22 lands in his body so basically the rest of the movie is about joe trying to teach 22 how to pass as him on earth until he can find a way to get back into his own body and send 22 back to the great before um all the while <laughs> while he's trying to make it back in time to still play for Dorothea Williams that night. So if I haven't lost you yet, good job. <laughs> I know this is, uh, I don't know, I told you it was weird. <laughs> Bear with me. Um, the main theme of this movie is really about finding your purpose. 22's entire existence in the great before has been spent trying to find her spark. But Joe is so sure that his spark is music and that his spark must be his purpose. If he loves music and he's great at it, that must be his life's purpose. His whole life revolves around making it as a jazz musician, so naturally he believes that that's his life's purpose and that he should be chasing that wholeheartedly. 
And we'll come back to that idea. But as a result of this belief from Joe, 22 starts her time on Earth feeling overwhelmed and hopeless about finding her spark or purpose. So in preparation for uh, Joe performing at the show that night with Dorkia, he needs a haircut. So again, 22 is in Joe's body. He's in the cat's body. They go to the barber shop to get him a haircut. And while they're there, the barber starts talking about his own life. And the barber says that he always dreamed of being a vet, but it never worked out. And 22 says, well, that's sad. Now you're stuck being a barber and you're unhappy. And the barber said, whoa, whoa, I never said I was unhappy. Uh, one thing I like about this movie is that it kind of leaves thoughts and ideas incomplete for the viewer to finish. So it, it, it's supposed to leave you thinking. It doesn't really give you the full answer. I mean, who does have the full answer anyways to some of these questions? But I really like that about the movies that after a lot of the lines, you're like, hmm. <laughs> Now, when 22 and Joe leave the barbershop, uh, you can see how much 22 is enjoying her time on Earth. She loves taking the subway, eating food, she's watching leaves fall off of trees, laying on top of those, like, disgusting air grate things on the floor, like, on the sidewalk, I don't know what they're for. But she's just mesmerized by everything. She's just so excited to be living, she's enjoying everything. And this kind of made me think of some of those videos that you see online that just kind of warm your heart, where you see strangers um, having fun together or like people shouting hello to each other from their rooftops during COVID or randomly starting dance parties in the middle of the street that strangers join in with. And every time I see those videos or better yet experience those things in my life, then I just think about how happy I am to be human. And how it's those little moments, like a really sunny day, and even if you're walking to work, you can still just feel so happy from whatever the littlest thing was, a sunny day, or somebody smiling at you, or, or complimenting you, or whatever, and those moments just make me think of how happy I am to be human. And sometimes I see comments like that on those videos, where they're like, this video just feels so human, <laughs> and I just really, really love that. So when 22 is, you know, running around New York, and just enjoying every little minute of it it just made me think of those times so 22 says to joe maybe my spark can be sky watching or walking and joe says those aren't purposes that's just regular old living joe spent his whole time on earth trying so hard to avoid being ordinary or living an ordinary life so anyways before joe has a chance to Play with Dorothea, he and 22 get caught on Earth by one of the afterlife workers named Terry, I think, <laughs> and they get taken back to the great before. And when they get there, they realize that 22 has somehow earned her Earth badge, and I'm sure you can hear that ticking sound again, and that again is my heater. Um, <laughs> but Joe asks one of the great before beings, uh, what was her purpose? How did 22 get her badge? What did it end up being? And one of the great beyond workers says, we don't assign purposes. Where did you get that idea? And Joe says, because I have a piano. It's what I've been born to do. That's my spark. And the great before being says, a spark isn't a soul's purpose. And he walks away. Again, leaving you to think. <laughs> Because 22 is also left confused about what her purpose should be because Joe has kind of shot her down saying that the things that she loves, the things that she thought were her spark on earth cannot be her purposes. She gives up. She gives her earth badge to Joe 
and he returns to Earth with it. And he does make it back on Earth in time for the show with Dorothea Williams, and he plays amazingly. He's finally done what he always believed was his purpose, and Dorothea has agreed to even let him play in the rest of her shows. However, after the show, he doesn't really feel how he always thought he would feel. And you can see that he's a little confused by this. And when they're leaving the venue, he asks Dorothea, what next? And she says, what do you mean? We come back tomorrow and we do it again. And Joe says, I've been waiting on this day my entire life. I thought it would feel different. Now that thing that Joe thought was his purpose, the one thing that he thought would finally make him happy, actually starts to disconnect him from life. And not in a good way. He tried so hard not to have an average life that he forgot to live, to be human. And this kind of made me think of celebrities and the high rates of depression, anxiety, and suicide that we see in celebrities and in the music industry in Hollywood. And I just, I think a lot of the times we chalk it up to the pressure that's placed on them or um, not having a lot of true friends around them who don't care only about the money. But I think maybe there's something more going on. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't chase your dreams or work really hard to achieve your goals in life. Absolutely you should. <laughs> but like the hippie soul said, when that thing that you love becomes an obsession, that's when you miss out on a huge part of what life is about. And that's when you become disconnected from life. You feel less human. And we're human, we're meant to be human, we're meant to feel human. And I know life is probably a lot about a lot of things, and I'm sure that uh, the meaning of life could be a hundred other podcast episodes, <laughs> and I have my own ideas of what that looks like. Um, but I think that if you obsess about achieving one thing, or doing one thing, or becoming one thing, you'll miss it, and you'll never be satisfied. Because there are people who, like the barber, he thought that his thing was to be a vet. He really wanted to be a vet. And when he didn't make it, it didn't mean he was unhappy or he wasn't fulfilled or that he felt like he had missed his purpose in life. It was just his spark. And I don't know. I think maybe sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to find our one purpose in life, that one thing that we're supposed to be doing. But then we just end up more disconnected from life and we become a lost soul. But anyways... <laughs> After Joe leaves the show, he goes home and he sits at his piano and plays, and he finds himself in the zone. While he's there, remember that space between the physical and the spiritual? He finds 22, who has become a lost soul. She's unable to cope with the pressure of finding her life's purpose and avoid a life that is meaningless. Joe saves her from being a lost soul, not with the secret of life or a huge philosophical speech, but with a little leaf. From earth something so small and simple that can connect her to reality and bring her happiness i think about times in my life when i felt lost or confused or disconnected from who i am and reading self-help books or hearing motivational speakers or listening to inspiring podcasts can help but when it comes to everyday life and the practices that i want to instill in my life to help my well-being they're usually much more simple like going on walks or sitting on the beach or stargazing or going on a drive laughing with friends those are the times when i leave always feeling like that was good for my soul and saying like this was so good for my soul i need to do more things good for my soul <laughs> i spoke in my last podcast about how COVID has taught me that i can be content no matter where i end up 
And even if I couldn't achieve my dreams or do the one thing that I felt would, was my spark or my life's purpose, that if I keep waiting for happiness to come, I'll miss the happy moments in my everyday life. So anyway, I will end with this quote from Dorothea Williams in the movie. <laughs> when Joe leaves the show feeling like uh, he should have felt different after fulfilling his life's purpose or so he thought, Dorothea says this. One fish swims up to another fish and says, I've been looking for the ocean, have you found it? The other fish looks around and says, we're in the ocean. And the first fish says, in disbelief, this? This is just water. What I want is the ocean. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Hopefully that gave you something to think about. Hopefully that put some things into perspective for you. But really, I just want to remind you to... Find the little moments every day that can make you happy. Find the little moments that remind you that you're human, that connect you with life. And that even though you should dream big and have ambition, that your life is about so much more than the things that you accomplish and the amount of success that you have in your life. And that until you can come to terms with that, you'll never be happy. You'll never reach that moment in your life that you think that you're going to reach. That moment of, now I've made it, now I'm happy don't think that's really how life works and if you spend your whole life aiming for that one point in your life now it's when I have this or when I get this and not saying that things or accomplishments can't help you be happy or help your well-being of course they can um, but if while we're chasing those things we lose sight of the littler things that make us happy in our everyday or the things that make us human or connect us with life we become a lost soul because we become obsessed with this idea of success or joy or or things that we think are, are noble things to want, um, when they become an obsession, they, they can disconnect us from life. But anyways, <laughs> I hope that this podcast gave you something to think about. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. Um, I had a lot of fun making this one and kind of watching the movie a couple times, writing down my thoughts and, and getting this all in order. So hopefully it was fun for you to listen to and not too confusing <laughs> because... Honestly, I lost myself a couple of times, not gonna lie. So, but anyways, have a great week, guys. See ya. <laughs>